Good evening, my friends. I hope it is midnight wherever you are. Let's imagine that it's the witching hour. Why don't you turn out all the lights? My name is Josh Hitchens, and I am your host tonight. Welcome to Going Dark Theater. This is a podcast about finding the humanity behind the horror. And this midnight I will tell you the tale of the madness of Mary Lum. Observant listeners may possibly have noticed that I have renamed the latest episode The Tale of the Fiddler's Bridge, a ghost story from my upcoming book, as Season 3, Episode 1. I have decided that Season 2's examination of unsolved mysteries is concluded for now. The stories I had planned to tell of spooky mysteries from the 1950s to the present day will be revisited in a future season. Season 3 will be all about horrific history, which includes a broad umbrella of tales, including ghost stories, disturbing historical humans and events, and the occasional creepy unsolved murder. This allows me a bit more freedom to tell you all the different kinds of scary tales that continue to keep me awake at night. I hope you all continue to listen in the dark. Recently, I was deeply honored to be asked to collaborate with Rachel Diamond on an episode of her superlative podcast, We're All Mad Here, which tells true stories about the history of mental illness. We each wrote our own renditions of the life of Mary Lum Gerard and then combined them into one episode, alternating our narration. What you are about to hear is what I wrote about the madness of Mary Lum. To get the full picture of Mary Lum Gerard's tragic and haunting life. You must listen to Rachel's tale as well. We're All Mad Here 
is available for download on Apple Podcasts. Seek it out. Mary Lum was born in Philadelphia in the year 1758. She was the daughter of a shipbuilder and was described by her contemporaries as beautiful with long and flowing black hair. Like many women of her time, Any words that Mary herself may have written about her life have not survived. There are no letters or diaries, and no one who knew her ever recorded a single word she said, as far as we know. She has become a mostly forgotten, tragic footnote in American history. When Mary Lum is remembered at all, it is chiefly as the wife of Stephen Gerard, the millionaire, who left indelible marks upon the city of Philadelphia. Mary Lum is also remembered today for a darker reason, her insanity. Eighteen years old when the Declaration of Independence was signed in 1776, Mary Lum had another reason to cherish that memorable year. In 1776, amidst the whirlwind of revolution in Philadelphia, Mary Lum met and fell in love with a newly arrived 26-year-old French grocery store owner named Stephen Girard. In 1777, she married him. The son of an ordinary sailor and born in Bordeaux in the year 1750, 
Stephen Gerard became blind in his right eye when he was eight years old. He arrived in Philadelphia in 1776 and quickly became a successful businessman. Eventually, his fortune would become immense. When he died, he was the richest man in the nation. According to a study done in 1996, adjusting for inflation, Stephen Gerard was still the fourth wealthiest person ever to live in the United States of America behind John D. Rockefeller, Cornelius Vanderbilt, and John Jacob Astor. After their wedding in 1777, Mary Lum and Stephen Gerard apparently had a happy married life for eight years. However, in 1785, it began to be whispered among Philadelphia's elite circle that Mary Gerard had become insane. She was 27 years old. It is reported that Mary began to become emotionally unstable often having uncontrollable and sometimes violent outbursts of extreme sadness or of deep rage. Stephen Gerard wrote to his brother in a letter, quote, If it is not a physical ailment, it is of the mind the illness of this virtuous woman has so, so unsettled my life. As Mary's mental illness progressed, Stephen Gerard wrote of her, quote, sickness and her, quote, derangements. It is not recorded what caused Mary Lum's descent into the private hell of mental illness. But after two years, Stephen Gerard had enough of his wife's madness. In 1787, he took a mistress beginning a sexual relationship with a younger woman named Sally Bickham. Considering his marriage to be effectively over, Stephen Gerard then moved Sally Bickham into the house, while his wife, Mary Lum Gerard, was still living there. Mary's thoughts and feelings about these events are not known. But 
It is easy to imagine that being forced to live with her husband's much younger girlfriend would have a negative effect on Mary's state of mind. On August 31st, 1790, Stephen Gerard had Mary Lum committed to Pennsylvania Hospital in Philadelphia as an, quote, incurable lunatic. She was 32 years old and, according to her husband and others, had been insane for five years at the time of her confinement. The person responsible for forcibly committing Mary Lum Gerard to Pennsylvania Hospital was somewhat ironically, none other than Dr. Benjamin Rush, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Dr. Rush himself described the patient's rooms at Pennsylvania Hospital as such, quote, cold and damp in the winter, Hot in the summer, lacking ventilation, stuffy and malodorous. Mary Lum Gerard was assigned a, quote, spacious room on the first floor of Pennsylvania Hospital and was permitted to walk the hospital's grounds with supervision, of course. Unlike most other mental patients at the hospital, Mary was also allowed to receive visitors with few restrictions. It is unknown if Stephen Gerard ever came to visit her, or if anyone ever did. Shortly after Mary was confined at Pennsylvania Hospital against her will, she gave birth to a baby girl. Her daughter died at five months old, and although we do not know it is almost certain that the death of her baby plunged her further into grief. We also do not know who the father of Mary Lum Gerard's daughter was. It was never confirmed or denied that it was Stephen Gerard, her husband. But Stephen Gerard never had any children, suggesting to some historians he may have been infertile. The father may have been another man. It is possible to imagine 
that after her husband moved his mistress, Sally Bickham, into the house, Mary may have taken a lover of her own. There are unverified rumors handed down over time that the father of Mary Lum Gerard's baby was black. For the racist, slave-owning Stephen Gerard, it is easy to imagine that this would have been the last straw. Perhaps that is the real reason that Mary was committed to Pennsylvania Hospital in 1790. We cannot know for sure. But in 1787, Stephen Gerard did write these words in a letter to his brother, quote, Having been so foolish as to marry this unfortunate vixen, I treat her properly, but at the same time I despise her as much as it is possible to despise anyone. I hate her like the devil." and note with pleasure that this feeling increases from day to day. Stephen Gerard was a rich and powerful man in Philadelphia. No one asked any questions. Mary Lum Gerard never left Pennsylvania Hospital. She remained imprisoned there for 25 years before dying on September 15, 1815. Mary Lum Gerard was only 56 years old when she died. Her cause of death is not recorded. Her husband, Stephen Gerard, ordered that Mary's body be laid to rest on the grounds of Pennsylvania Hospital in an unmarked grave on the northern lawn. A man named Professor William Wagner was present at the funeral for Mary Lum Gerard, and he later recalled, quote, I shall never forget the last and closing scene. We all stood about the coffin when Mr. Gerard, filled with emotion, stepped forward, kissed his wife's corpse, and his tears moistened her cheek. We cannot know what Mary thought or felt 
during the final years of her life. Her lived human experience has been lost to time. Her true voice remains elusive and silent. Or perhaps not entirely silent. From soon after her death up to the present day, stories have circulated throughout Philadelphia of Mary Lum Gerard's ghost haunting Pennsylvania Hospital. Patients housed in the room where she died often reported waking up in the middle of the night to see a strange woman standing at the foot of their bed, staring down at them, before suddenly vanishing. The apparition of a woman in a white dress has been seen walking the grounds of Pennsylvania Hospital, often disappearing on the north lawn near the site where Mary Lum Gerard is buried. No paintings or sketches of Mary have survived so it is impossible to know for sure if she is the ghost many people have seen. Around the vicinity of Mary Lum Gerard's old room on the first floor, sounds of a woman crying have sometimes been heard. Upon investigation, There is no one there. On July 4th, 1976, Laney Robertson's powerful one-act play, The Insanity of Mary Gerard, premiered in Philadelphia. Concord Theatricals describes the play like this. In 1790, Mary Gerard is committed to an asylum. After Mary becomes pregnant with another man, her husband has her declared legally insane 
Now Mary sits in a chair as the Furies dance around and impersonate people from her past. By the end of this haunting and highly theatrical piece, she has grown rather convincingly into her diagnosis. The play, described by the Times Picayune newspaper as, quote, an engrossing drama on the abuse of the mentally ill, continues to be performed all over the world, raising awareness of Mary Lum Gerard's important and harrowing story. One of the most recent productions of the insanity of Mary Gerard was an immersive staging at Allen's Lane Theatre in Philadelphia as part of the 2019 Fringe Festival, directed with imagination and incisive fury by Mary Angela Saavedra. A reporter named Tom Nichols wrote an article for the Philadelphia Free Press with the title, quote, Is Pennsylvania Hospital Hiding the Shame of Mary Gerard? In this article, Nichols recounts meeting three men, Joe Vendetti, Charlie Roseman, and Bob Ross, who were all concerned that Mary Lum Gerard was being erased from history. It particularly distressed them that her grave, after all these years, remained unmarked. So, the three men pooled their money, and they had a tombstone made to mark the location of Mary's remains. Finally, Mary Lum Girard would have the memorial she deserved. They donated that ornate tombstone to Pennsylvania Hospital. Pennsylvania Hospital refused to accept it. Next time we meet at midnight on Going Dark Theatre, I will tell you another tale to chill your bones. 
this season. Each new episode will be a surprise. And you better believe I have something special planned for Halloween. If you enjoy the podcast, I encourage you to leave a rating and a review if the spirit moves you. You can also like Going Dark Theater on Facebook. If you'd like to support the podcast, get access to episode transcripts and chapters of the ghostly book I'm writing, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh Hitchens. I am your host, Josh Hitchens, and you've been listening to Going Dark Theater, where we seek to find the humanity behind the horror. Until our next midnight together, I wish you all very pleasant dreams. And now... Go!